Good morning. It's February 26th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. News. Here's everything you need to know. In a clear display of political dominance, Donald Trump clinched a decisive victory in the South Carolina Republican primary, further cementing his status as the GOP frontrunner for the 2024 nomination. This win is not just another feather in his cap. It's a testament to the unwavering support he commands across the conservative base, despite the myriad of challenges facing his campaign. Despite her credentials as a former governor and her home state advantage, Nikki Haley found herself significantly outpaced by Trump in South Carolina. This loss underscores the uphill battle she faces in making her case for a generational shift within the Republican Party. Trump's triumph in South Carolina, coupled with his previous victories in Iowa and New Hampshire, signals a robust national movement rallying behind him, seemingly undeterred by the controversies that have shadowed his political career. Haley's campaign, which has been built around the promise of a new direction for the GOP, has struggled to dent Trump's armor of popularity among conservative voters. This scenario paints a complex picture of the Republican base's preferences, showing a clear tilt towards Trump's brand of politics over Haley's call for change. Moreover, Trump's stronghold on the conservative vote raises intriguing questions about his viability in a general election, especially with the specter of a rematch against Democratic President Biden looming on the horizon. The implications of Trump's victory in South Carolina extend beyond the immediate primary race. They hint at deeper challenges within the Republican Party regarding unity and the direction it wishes to take. As the GOP grapples with these internal dynamics, the prospect of another Trump-Biden face-off in the general election becomes increasingly plausible, setting the stage for a pivotal moment in American politics. Hollywood's finest gathered under the bright lights of the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles for a night that celebrated the best in acting talent and union achievements. The 30th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, a pivotal event in the awards season calendar, was streamed live on Netflix for the first time on February 24, 2024, marking a significant moment in entertainment history. The ceremony was a testament to the power of performance, with Oppenheimer and The Bear taking home major awards. These wins were decided by the votes of SAG-AFTRA's 119,000 union members, highlighting the collective voice of actors in the industry. The night was not just about accolades, it was also a moment of high emotion as Barbara Streisand received a Lifetime Achievement Award, moving Anne Hathaway and many others in the audience. The spotlight shone brightly on individual talents, with Cillian Murphy, Lily Gladstone, Pedro Pascal, Elizabeth Debicki, Ali Wong, and Steven Yoon being recognized for their exceptional performances across film and television. The ceremony also celebrated the often unsung heroes of the screen, the stunt ensembles with Mission, Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, and The Last of Us, earning accolades for their thrilling work. Beyond the performances, the SAG Awards underscored the significance of the recent SAG-AFTRA strike, which resulted in improved working conditions and crucial protections against the use of artificial intelligence in performances. This victory was a reminder of the strength and importance of unions in safeguarding the rights of workers in the entertainment industry. Fashion also took center stage, with stars showcasing their unique styles. 
From Margot Robbie's Barbie-inspired ensemble to Brie Larson's bold midriff-bearing outfit, the red carpet was a parade of high couture. Men like Coleman Domingo, Cillian Murphy, and Ryan Gosling made their own statements, proving that style at the SAG Awards is not just for the ladies. In sum, the 30th annual SAG Awards was a night of celebration, emotion, and solidarity, highlighting the best of Hollywood's talent, the importance of union advocacy, and the ever-present allure of red carpet fashion. When the elements turn unpredictable, it's a sign that something's amiss. In 2023, the U.S. faced a stark reminder of this as climate change wreaked havoc on the water cycle, leading to a series of extreme weather events and critical water supply issues. Let's dive into the details of how these changes are impacting the nation. Climate change is at the forefront of disrupting the water cycle across the United States, manifesting in severe weather phenomena and significant water supply challenges. This year, we've seen an uptick in extreme precipitation, with flash flooding hitting Vermont and New York City hard. Hurricanes have also left their mark, bringing heavy rainfall and flooding that caused extensive damage. The situation is further complicated by drought conditions, which have been intensified by rising temperatures. The Mississippi River hit historic low levels, allowing salt water to contaminate urban drinking water supplies. This drought has also heightened the risk of wildfires in Hawaii and the Midwest, adding to the environmental strain. Changes in the timing and pattern of river runoff have led to rivers running at extreme highs and lows, particularly affecting the Pacific Northwest's water supply. Meanwhile, in the western states, the Great Plains and parts of the Midwest, water supplies are dwindling. Overuse, coupled with rising temperatures, has led to unsustainable consumption of groundwater. These disruptions to the water cycle are not just environmental concerns, they affect millions of Americans, highlighting the urgent need to tackle the impacts of climate change on water availability. The situation underscores a significant threat to both the environment and human well-being, calling for immediate action to address these challenges. When celebration turns to tragedy, a mass shooting at a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory rally, despite the heavy presence of law enforcement, casts a long shadow over America's gun culture. Over 800 police officers were on duty, yet the event was still marred by violence, leading to the arrest and charging of two adults and two teenagers. This incident is a stark reminder of a dangerous trend where bringing guns to public events is becoming normalized, posing a significant threat to public safety. The grim reality is that gun violence has now become the leading cause of death for American children, surpassing even traffic accidents. This alarming statistic, supported by data from Every Town for Gun Safety and the Gun Violence Archive, underscores the urgent need for action. The United States faces a uniquely American issue with its epidemic of mass shootings, calling for a critical examination of the root causes of gun violence. As we reflect on the tragic events that unfolded at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory rally, it's clear that the issue at hand extends beyond individual incidents. It's a reflection of a broader, deeply ingrained gun culture that prioritizes the right to own a weapon over the safety of innocent individuals. The time for urgent attention and action is now to address and mitigate the devastating impact of gun violence in the country. In a pivotal moment for digital rights and free speech, 
The U.S. Supreme Court is gearing up to tackle the contentious issue of social media content moderation. At the heart of the matter are laws from Florida and Texas, designed to limit how platforms like Facebook and Twitter can moderate user content. These laws challenge the status quo, aiming to stop social media companies from removing posts, but they've sparked a heated debate over the First Amendment rights of the platforms themselves. The Supreme Court's review of these laws marks a critical juncture. With the power to shape the landscape of online speech, the justice's decision could redefine the boundaries of content moderation. This isn't just about whether a tweet gets deleted or a post gets flagged. It's about setting a precedent that will influence how tech companies operate and how free speech is protected on the Internet. Opponents of the Florida and Texas laws argue that forcing platforms to host content against their policies infringes on their First Amendment rights. This case, therefore, isn't just a legal battle. It's a philosophical debate about the nature of free speech in the digital age. The outcome could impact not only the future of state regulations on tech companies, but also the broader discourse on the government's role in regulating public and political speech. As the Supreme Court prepares to weigh in, the stakes are high. This ruling has the potential to affect everything from the daily operations of social media giants to the very principles of compelled speech and the extent of government influence over public discourse. The decision could set a lasting precedent, shaping the future of free speech on the Internet and the balance between user rights and platform policies. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.